Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 4, Episode 74 of Brody Sports Talk. My name is Caleb Walgren, and I am the founder and the host of this episode, as we are jumping into the 2023 Brody 50. That's right, the 50 best players for the upcoming NFL season. We have already counted down from 50 to 21. It has been an adventure. Next week, we will have 10 to 1 come out. So you won't want to catch that next Friday, but for today, we're going to go ahead and release the individuals that came in the rankings 20 through 11. Now I didn't rank them all myself, uh, or just by myself. I did get some help from a great wise man himself in Derek Rusnick, my co-host and a few others as well. Derek, how are you doing today, man? I am doing amazing. We are coming close to the best of the best um, of the Brodies. Um, We're at 20 through 11. um, And, you know, one of my favorite things is counting backwards. So I am just having a blasty blast over here. Uh, I I get to talk about football. I get to count down backwards. And I get to do a funny voice. So I'm not sure I could be doing any better. It is a solid time. It's a lot of fun. And uh, if you don't know if you agree or disagree with us on any of these players, let us know on Twitter at Brody Talk. We'd love to hear from you there. Uh, Derek, I'm going to let you start the counting down because I know how much you love it with the, the first number today. Okay, so Brody number 20. Uh, we are starting with the big guys. We are talking about defensive tackle. For the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs, Chris Jones. Now, Mr. Jones is a great, a standout player. And, uh, you know, so we always talk about Patrick Mahomes and all the receivers and Kelsey and the, you know, all that kind of stuff. But honestly, it's what it comes down to the defense of that team. They, um, there's always like scheming and really great talent. It's, you know, they don't always get the spotlight. So I'm going to shine the spotlight on Mr. Chris Jones. Um, so last year he was not ranked. I believe he was out with uh, injury for a good portion of the year. But in 2021, he was our number 25 player. So uh, still going strong after two years and moving up the charts. Last year, he had 15 and a half sacks, uh, and I'm probably guessing 13 of those came against Russell Wilson because we could not get out of our own way. Uh, the Denver Broncos couldn't. Uh, I joke in kid, of course, but he is a game wrecker, and uh, you definitely have to scheme for Chris Jones. Um, has done a lot. He's he, he, a veteran presence in the locker room, Um, We're hoping that uh, we see uh, some good things out of the defensive linemen that they've drafted recently. Like, it's it's nice to have, like, those uh, upper 20s and, like, 30 30 pick because, you know, you've won something or you went to the playoffs. And so uh, you don't always get, you know, the best players. But uh, Kansas City has drafted well, I think. And uh, they have veteran leadership on there and chris jones has been there for several years and i think he's definitely that veteran leadership that you need to see uh caleb what do you think about chris jones well first i just have to jump on here and say happy early birthday to chris jones i see he's got one coming up uh, right before independence day 
Uh, he will be turning 29 during this off season. So Chris Jones, happy early birthday from the Brodies. Uh, he's been fantastic. Uh, set another career high last year, uh, set the, or tied his career high with 15 and a half sacks that he had back in 2018. You know, he's doing it more from the interior than he used to. It feels like he's just very difficult to stop. He gets in there on the run game. He gets in there on the passing game. He does a little bit of everything, and he's been the consistent player in the Chiefs defense. You know, they've swapped out safeties. They've swapped out linebackers. They've changed their corners. Chris Jones has been there. He won the Super Bowl with them both times on that side of the ball. And I think that he is one of the players that they know is an anchor on their team. 65 career sacks, Derek. And that's only in seven years. And that's with only two as a rookie because he just didn't get on the field that much. So if you want to think about it, uh, 63 sacks over the last six years, 65 for the career. I think he's going to be a member of a hundred sack club. I think he's a potential future hall of famer especially if he gets another ring like Chris Jones. I almost feel like he's underrated. Like yeah, here he is at number 20. Like, yeah, but he's, he's phenomenal. Like he was one of the best defensive players in all of football last year. And it's not just because the Chiefs score points and he's able to rush the passer. It's that he does great on that side of the ball. So while his name may be a little generic, he's awesome. I'm excited to be able to talk it and hype him up here in the top 20. Way to kick off the top 20. Let's go. Uh, anything else you want to add about Chris Jones before we climb one spot? Let's climb the let's let's go to the next one. Brody number 19. Now, if you are a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals, you probably did not like us talking about Chris Jones, but that's okay. Here at Brody number 19, we have Jamar Chase, the young wide receiver from LSU. Yes, he wore Tigers in college. He's worn Tigers in the pros. That's the Bengal Tigers, of course. He previously was the rookie of the year, and he did get banged up a little bit last season. Only had nine touchdowns on 87 catches. But we all know he is the threat in the Bengals offense that Joe Burrow is looking for on a regular basis. He's only going to be 23 years old this year. He's coming into some of the best years of his career. He's going to go out and show up and show up and show up. They've kept some consistency on that side of the ball. They've got a great offensive tackle coming in on Orlando Brown, which is going to help that offensive line so much. And Jamar Chase should just have some extra time to get open downfield for Burrow to find him more and more often this coming season. I'm excited for it. Derek, are you excited to see uh, Chase on the case uh, getting things done for the Bengals this year? Chase on the case. Oh my. Uh, no, I, I will tell you this. Uh, so there has been a, a super duper rise um, with the Bengals. They used to be a perennial uh, sad saps and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, I, I'm not sure who made whom better. Uh, if Jamar Chase made Joe Burrow better or if Joe Burrow made Jamar Chase better, but they are both, uh, they work so well together. They have so many snaps together, both in the pros, uh, in the college ranks, um, that, yeah, I, I think those two just working in tandem. And honestly, the offense they run up there is built for these two guys. So I think Jamar Chase, uh, barring injury, is going to have a long, fruitful career. And in, um, you know, in five years, we could be looking at this guy, um, you know, in, our, in a t- definitely in a top 10. Um, in 2022, he was number 12. Um, he's moved down to 19. I mean, once again, we, we talk about these people and like, oh, where were they were last year, two years ago, stuff like that. Um, if you're in the top 50, you're a really, really great uh, football player. Um, and I think Jamar Chase is, has a much higher ceiling than we give him credit for. That's very true. That's very, very true. Well, Derek, let's go from from one receiver to another uh, here on the the Brody countdown. Brody number eight T. So let's talk about the, uh, you know, so I love this player that we're going to talk about, but I wish he was not on the team that we're about to talk about. And that's going to be Devontae Adams, uh, wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, he, there's, there's not much to say. He is, is the prototype of the wide receiver that you want. And he's been that the last five years or so. It does work really well when you go from one hall of fame quarterback to another hall of fame quarterback, um, that he had last year, Derek Carr, Derek Carr definitely knew how to spell his first name, right? Because that's the only way and the best way to spell Derek. Um, but so um, there has been, you know, some rumors, some rumbles, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Devonte Adams in Las Vegas. I think once you get out to a uh, a bigger market, a little bit bigger medium market, you know, that kind of stuff does come up because your friends of friends and all that kind of stuff. You know, they want to be in the limelight too. Um, you don't really have that with the uh, Cheesehead Chronicle coming to you and asking you what your favorite Kurt is. When you're up in Green Bay, so um, you know he. So a lot of times, for for many many years, there has been the exclusion of Devonte Adams. Well, other than Devonte Adams, who's the best receiver in blank? Oh, well, other than Devonte Adams, who do you think is going to into the go into the Hall of Fame? So he's always been the exclusion for a lot of people because he's always he's been the best wide receiver. For several years now. So um, he has been slipping back in our rankings the last couple of years. 2021, he was number nine. 2022, he was 17, and now he's at 18. Once again, as I said a minute ago, it doesn't matter where he's where he's ranked. He is what I like to call the exclusion. Other than Devontae Adams, blah, blah, blah. And he's probably going to be that for the next five or six years. Um, as, you know, maybe our last guy, Jamar Chase, becomes that. You know, maybe there might be some someone else. That, uh, Zay Flowers for the Baltimore Ravens. He got drafted this year. Maybe he becomes the uh, the exclusion guy. 
But for me, um, it's going to be Devontae Adams for the foreseeable future. Uh, Caleb, I know that you have been and are a fan of Devontae Adams and what he's done in the past. Um, as you used to be, uh, you, you own the team that he used to be on. So tell me what your true feelings are. So there was something about last year when he went there that I was like, how often is he going to get targeted? How often are, is he really going to get thrown the ball there in Vegas? As you know, they had talent there. They had Hunter Renfro. They had, you know, Aaron Waller, they had all this offensive talent. And I was like, I just don't know if they're going to feed Devontae the way that he, he might want or expect to be fed. Uh, and now he's going to have to get used to a, another new quarterback this year with Jimmy G. You know, but Devontae Adams still had 100 catches last year, 14 touchdowns, 1,500 receiving yards. And he actually had more targets last year than he had in any year of his career with 180, Derek. Like, I know it's a 17-game season, but that's basically saying we're going to throw 10 or 11 times on average to Devontae Adams per game. And then they said, you know what? We've thrown to Darren Waller too much. Let's trade him. <laughs> like, Yeah, clearly. <laughs> we need to throw to Devontae Adams more. <laughs> more Devontae Adams. Um, so when Jimmy G is not handing the ball off to the franchise player, that is Josh Jacobs, expect him to be trying to find Devonte Adams on some beautiful slant routes. Um, if there's one thing I would say, especially on this list, Devonte of these receivers is probably one of the older ones that's up here in the top 20, but he's got great hands. He's got great route running. He's, he's less volatile as far as, in my opinion, going up and down compared to some of the other receivers on this list. So I'm excited to have him here. Uh, kind of odd that he is below his jersey number, but mm -hmm. he is a stud nonetheless. Well, let's, let's stick it with 11 personnel, Derek, as we just continue to go from receiver to receiver. And it is time to fill your cup at Brody number 17. And that is... Cooper Cup, the wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I cannot do Rams house. I'm sorry. Um, banged up last year, despite the fact that when he was healthy, he was having a great year. In nine games, 75 catches, 812 yards, six touchdowns. Some of that with, and I believe some of that without Matthew Stafford. He had a breakout year in Stafford's first year with almost 2,000 receiving yards and 16 touchdowns. Basically was Offensive Player of the Year that year. He's not that far removed from it. It's really just a question of how much can Stetson Bennett get him the ball this year <laughs> in the Rams offense. Oh, wait, Matthew Stafford is coming back. They keep saying that he is. Um, who knows for sure, but... He only had two drops last year. He's always had very good hands. I want to see him go out there and just be one of the best. And that's all we can ask for, right? Like when we know that there is elite talent, you've got to be like, thank goodness we didn't just see Jared Goff throwing this guy footballs for the rest of his career. 
we wouldn't have ever known how electric he could have been with someone who has actual NFL arm talent. But here he is, Cooper Cup, uh, down a little bit from last year, but solidly in at Brody number 17. Uh, Derek, what do you want to add here about Cooper Cup? My cup runneth over with good things to say about Cooper Cup. So coming out of a non-Division I school and um, being the type of offensive player that he he is, um, taking the NFL by storm over the last couple of years, um, you know, you, you kind of need the offense to come back like it did. Um, but what he does just goes out there and um, you know, just says, Hey, stop me. And they can't. And the only thing that can stop them is injuries and uh breakdown of the plays at the, uh, of, of the offense. So, you know, and maybe the salary cap because they can't put anyone uh, around anyone to uh, to get the ball out there uh, or other receivers because he's by himself. Uh, Cooper Cup is a great, uh, a great receiver. And, you know, we've put a lot of wide receivers. We've been back to back to back on here. And there's a reason for that. We are in a passing league and, um, you know, offensive, uh, offensive players, uh, especially quarterbacks and wide receivers are very valuable. Cooper Cup is, probably the most valuable player on the Rams. You, well, offensive. That's, offensive player. Uh, I don't know. I I, I, I know there's a, someone else is going to be in our, uh, in our top 10, but uh, I don't know if you, if, if he eats as much, if you don't have that offensive game plan going. Well, that's fair. We, that's I mean, fair. Uh, that's a uh, that is a, a a debate to have next week as uh, who is the best player on the uh, on the Rams. Sony Michelle recently signed. Sony recently Michelle, signed. he's yeah. back. Uh, do you remember my Sony Michelle uh, love that I gave? I <laughs> oh, thought he was going to be all twenty twenty one. Sony Michelle yeah. loved it. Put him in. Um. Derek, uh, instead of giving Sonny Michelle some love, I think that we maybe we should have a, a light bulb moment and uh, go ahead and continue through our Brody list here. I don't know what you're talking about, uh, but let's move on to Brody number 16. Uh, and of course, we're talking about the younger of the Watt brothers. Um, one of the, <laughs> the last Watt brothers in the NFL. I'm not sure if... Uh, if Derek is still uh, out there or not, but I know JJ has uh, has retired from the Cardinals um, and is going to go uh, own a uh, a football team now, like all the uh, the celebrities do. And uh, I mean, I'm sure he definitely knows how to uh, to do things since his wife is a really great pro soccer player. But we're not talking about JJ. We're talking about TJ. Um, Hey, Mrs. Watt, can we change names here? Because there's JJ, there's TJ. You know, let's just let's not have J as our uh, our middle initial for everybody here. But uh, so TJ Watt, 
defensive player of the year um probably should be um or he was two years ago uh has won a defensive player of the year i misspoke uh has won a defensive player of the year probably should have another one and um so he has been uh in our top 10 top 20 uh for the last couple of years 2021 he was our number four player 2022 he was our number six player and this year he's at number 16. Um, so he did have a down year last year, missed seven games uh, in the last season. When you miss games, you don't have your stats uh, and you don't have as big of a uh, impact. But coming back this year, um, you know, he has his quarterback. He has a great receiver on the other side. Uh, Mike Tomlin is never not going to be the best uh best coach in the AFC North. Like uh, you can talk about the other ones out there. Uh, Tomlin is uh, very special, very, uh, really, and knows how to, uh, to run a team. And so I'm, I'm projecting TJ jumps back into our top 10 uh, for 2024. As I think he's going to have a really great year, a bounce back year, if you will. Um, and uh, be pushing again for defensive player of the year and really pushing the Steelers into the playoffs is what I uh, am projecting for Mr. T.J. Watt. Um, Caleb, do you have any bright ideas about uh, T.J. Watt? All of my ideas for T.J. Watt are bright ideas. (laughs) Um, We were talking about sacks earlier. Now, T.J., of course, premier pass rushing position at outside linebacker 77 and a half sacks despite some injuries over his six years in the NFL. He's on pace. He's on pace to be one of those legendary Steelers defenders. And it's exciting. You know, he finally, like you said, he broke through and got defensive player of the year in 2021 what what else is there? What else is he gonna do? It's it's interesting because I would love to see the team be able to turn it around a little bit, get him, get him in the playoffs. You know, can he get the sack with the game on the line? Can he go out there and shut it down in the postseason? We haven't gotten to see that much because some of his best years were when Big Ben was on his way out. And, of course, last year he was hurt quite a bit during Kenny Pickett's inaugural campaign. So it's going to be interesting to see how long it all continues to go. And I did wanted to let you know, I did double check, and Derek Watt, who does spell his name correctly as well, Mm -hmm. is currently a free agent. So uh, if Pittsburgh doesn't get him, we'll have to see if he is willing to – come in for a free with Brody sports talk. We might be able to sign him for, for a free. There you go. Yeah. That's a, I'm sure he's going to be, I mean, a poor Caleb is going to have to change his name for, for a week to, to be Derek so that we can be Derek, Derek and Derek. Except two of you spell it the exact same. Yeah. Cause we're off. And I spell it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, I spell it C A L E B. All right. So 
<laughs> Let's continue uh, in our list here. Uh, we are halfway through the teens, and let's go to Brody number 15. And that is Christian McCaffrey, the electric do-it-all player for the San Francisco 49ers, a.k.a. Derek's most favorite team outside of Denver from now on. I don't know if that's actually true for this season. Or for last season. So, what's there to say about Christian McCaffrey? He's excellent. Uh, he put up over a thousand yards again last year, rushing, and another 740 receiving. What are you supposed to do when the guy can go out and get everything and get over 1,800 yards from scrimmage? He did it again. It was a matter, I think, of is he going to be healthy enough to do it, which is part of why he was down the last couple of years. We had seen him after his great years, but just too many injuries. And now that he's back, he's not in Carolina, which also helped him out quite a bit. Because when you're on a field with Debo Samuel and George Kittle, and it's just a a lot tougher to be like, Oh, we got to put everything in the box and make sure we have someone who can cover McCaffrey. Because if you do that, you're not covering someone else there in San Francisco and Brock party is going to make you pay. So it's interesting. I like having him here. It's the highest he's ever been on our list. And I'm going to double check. Yep. He is the highest running back in the Brody 50 this year. So Kudos to him for making an impact and just being the best running back, according to us, in the league. Uh, Derek, anything you want to add about Christian McCaffrey here? So I've got so many things to say about this particular topic. So for one week uh, this this summer, the week that we're currently in, um, Christian McCaffrey isn't the best athlete from his high school. That would actually be Wyndham Clark, who won the U.S. Open. Now, next week, probably go back to Christian McCaffrey as the best athlete. But for one week, I think we ha- we give the the crown to to Wyndham Clark because he won the U.S. Open. Uh, so that being said, uh, Christian McCaffrey's whole life changed when he went to the 49ers as. I think that he is in probably the most perfect system for him. Um, Run the ball, uh, catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, Probably should get a raise because he's the fourth, fifth string quarterback um, or for the fifth string uh, quarterback option. Um, We're going to put him in a playoff game against uh, a really, really good Philadelphia Eagles team. Um, and try to, um, yeah, tr- tr- we're going to try to run the wildcat with Chris McCaffrey, or he might throw the ball a little bit. Um, it's really, um, it's really something. I think that, that we are going to see him, uh, move up their charts over the next couple of years as well as I, uh, I, I, th- I see good things, uh, happening for him. And I think that were, you know, maybe Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey 
is going to be the new offensive duo that uh, that takes over the league. I think that that would be pretty good. Oh my goodness, the the puns. See, we we have passed Father's Day, but he is still on the dad jokes. It's just not fair. Um, okay, I'm going to move on uh, to another lane uh, and talk seriously for a moment. Um, so we're going to move on to Brody number 14. And that's going to be Lane Johnson, one of my favorite people of all time. Um, let's, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure that he is my number one guy. Did I, did I rank him? I believe he was. He is my number one. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, so Lane Johnson is the best football player on the, in the world right now, um, you can fight me. You can argue with me. All that kind of stuff. So, um, Caleb, just a, a little bit of... I'm a, I'm a movie buff. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a movie geek. So, um, later this year, uh, Dune Part 2 is going to come out. Uh, November 3rd of this year. And they're, they're not sponsoring our podcast. But, uh, you know, so it takes a while for a movie... For a a part two of a movie to come out. They have to shoot, they have to edit, they have to produce, all that kind of stuff. Well, uh, Dune Part One came out in 2021, uh, specifically uh, around October 24th. So uh, 22nd, I believe, October 22nd. So the, the weekend of... Dune Part 1. Dune Part 1 was the number one movie when it came out. That was the last week that Lane Johnson gave up a sack in the NFL. That was week 7 of 2021 was the last time. Now, <clears throat> I don't know if you know this or not. This is June of 2023. Um, we're talking a very long time. This man has not given up a sack in that time period, um, we have some really good. De- we just talked about TJ Watt. We've talked about Chris Jones. We've talked about really great defensive players. And Lane Johnson plays for the Eagles. They have uh, gone up against a lot of good teams. They, they, they've gone to the playoff, they've gone to a Super Bowl, and yet he has not taken one play off. Where, oops, I, I, I just didn't, uh, I didn't block my guy correctly. Lane Johnson is the best offensive lineman. Um, he, he's my number one, like I said, because he is a he is the consummate professional. Had does not give up sacks. Does not, um, you know, does his job each and every down. And keeps his uh, quarterback upright. I rest my case, Judge, Your Honor. Um, you know, this is night court, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Judge Harry Anderson needs to come back. Caleb, get me off my... get. Let's change lanes a little bit. Tell me what you think about Mr. Johnson. Uh, so Lane Johnson in his career was targeted one time. He has one catch for five yards for a touchdown. Uh, there you go. Currently, every pass he has ever caught has been for a touchdown. 
There you go. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase. They can't say that. They can't say 100% completion rate. Well, 100% touchdown rate. Like That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. If he catches it, which he will, because he's caught every ball thrown to him, he's going to get a touchdown. Wow. Yeah. Uh, To be a little bit more serious than that, but slightly less serious than Derek, I do have a lot of respect for Lane Johnson. I think he goes out there. He grits it out. He plays while he's hurt, which happens a lot on the line, but I feel like it's not necessarily called out enough. Phenomenal last couple of seasons like Derek said even last year he was playing with a groin tear and he was out there blocking people and making sure that no one was getting anywhere close to Jalen Hurts or Gardner Minshew or anyone else that they would have wanted to put back there because Lane Johnson was going to block anyone and everyone that was coming his way he's just a stud He's been in the league for a while now. He is aging like a fine wine. <laughs> he is 33 years old. I don't know how long he's going to want to do it because kind of like I said, he has, he's had some, he's been banged up. He's been hurt. But if he's on the field, you don't want to mess with him. And even if you do, you're probably not getting to the quarterback anyway. So you might as well give it up. Uh, anything you want to add there, Derek, to to finish off Lane Johnson before we uh, switch it up? No one finishes Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson finishes you. I'm done Facts. now. Facts. Okay. So let's go to get lost in the sauce at Brody number 13. And that is, of course, Sauce Gardner, the cornerback for the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. He's the reigning defensive rookie of the year. Had a fantastic year. Two picks, 20 pass deflections. Just was outstanding. Did get some nominations for defensive player of the year. And where we have him here, we're only assuming that he can continue to climb and just show more and more of what he can bring to that Jets organization. It does seem a little crazy to me. I felt like he should have been the first corner off the board in the 22 draft, but I don't think he's going to sit here and complain. He's on a team with a great defensive head coach and Bob Sala. He was able to come there from Cincinnati. He's got his sauce chain. Now he's got someone who, He deflected the ball away from a few times last year and Aaron Rodgers on his team. So he doesn't have to face him. Who does he have to face? Josh Allen, Mac Jones, and Tua Tungavailoa twice a year. One of those names is really scary. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So uh, I think Sauce Gardner is going to, to keep figuring out ways he can make Buffalo Wild Wings commercials and get his name out there a little bit more often while he continues to get wide receivers lost in the sauce as he just goes out there, clamps them down, and just does not give up much to the opposing team. I'm going to agree with you 110% on there. Um, with as, as young as this guy is, 
as many years he probably has in the league uh, moving forward. I mean, this is he'll be his second year. Um, this is scary. Like honestly, um, if he keeps it up, he could be a top three DB of all time. Um, I mean, and, and that's saying something. There's been, you know, Revis that we've had, and all you know, a lot of other, uh, a lot of other guys. And I mean, Revis was on the the Jets. He could be definitely in that in that top echelon of of cornerbacks, especially on that team. I think that he's he's a year in year out top five defensive player of the year candidate. Um, unfortunately, I think that, you know, there's going to be a lot of, of other guys who are going to take it because if you don't throw to sauce, he's not going to be able to do pass breakups or interceptions or anything like that. You're just like, Oh, I've just shut off your best receiver. Um, and he's in a division that has some great receivers. So he's going to see six teams, uh, or he's going to have six games that, He's going to have, you know, digs, you know, he, he, Miami's got some, uh, some guys down there, you know, the Patriots are never out of it. They could, they could, uh, change tomorrow afternoon. So man, um, this guy is 13 for a reason and definitely should be moving up our charts, uh, for the foreseeable future. Well, Derek, uh, you were mentioning something about possible Miami receivers he might face or something. Uh, do you happen to have any of those that you can name? Um, I'll go ahead and name one. Brody number 12. Um, let's just talk about Tyreek Hill. I love how we got this transition going because I he knew I was going to talk about uh, a Miami receiver. Um, this guy, I'm not sure you could cover with barbecue sauce or Buffalo wild wing sauce or any of the sauce that, uh, that is out there. Maybe gravy. I don't know. Um, I'm from the South, so everything gets better with gravy. Uh, Tyreek Hill, wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Um, after several years, uh, in Kansas city with, a, he got a ring, um, he went down to Miami last year. Oh, puts up only 1,710 yards. You know, grabs seven touchdowns. You know, no big deal. Um, I'm telling you right now that if you had stability at the quarterback position, Tyreek Hill would be much higher on our list. He is that kind of talent, that kind of speed, um, and that kind of trash talker. Like, he talks a lot of trash and then backs it up. So if we see Tua this year, <coughs> can stay upright, he can keep his head in the game, then we could really see something with Tyreek Hill this year because he had plumbers thrown to him last year. I think uh, Skylar Thompson uh, started several games. I love Skylar Thompson, Caden the State quarterback. Um, you know, watch several games because uh, he was in the Big 12. Um, you know, good quarterback there, not great NFL quarterback. You need stability. You need, uh, I mean, you had Tua. You had Teddy Two Gloves uh, and Teddy Bridgewater, which I love Teddy Bridgewater. 
former Denver quarterback. Wish him nothing but the best. But when you're at your third string quarterback and you're not San Francisco, you need some stability at the quarterback position. I'm hoping for more this year for Tyree Kill as um, former Cowboy as well. Left before um, his last year for Oklahoma State. But uh, we still have highlights of him beating uh, the Oklahoma Sooners by himself with a punt return. Any thoughts on Tyreek Hill? So I will say that they will have uh, Mike White in the quarterback room this upcoming season. Of course. They did sign him uh, from the aforementioned Jets. Tyreek Hill is just good. Uh, I don't know what, what you're supposed to say as far as how you describe him or how you talk about him. The fact is, is that he goes by Cheetah. He's fast. He's not the biggest receiver. He doesn't intend to be the biggest receiver. He goes out, gets open because he has speed. He is someone that you frequently have to double just because if you don't, someone's going to find him. Mahomes found him for years. Uh, Even, you know, his first year in Miami, career highs, 119 catches, career high. 1,700 receiving yards. Uh, He didn't have career high in touchdowns, but let's face it. The touchdowns were getting spread around a little bit more, and there were some injuries at quarterback and whatnot. So it's not like everything can just magically become better. But he did have a better year. So it's interesting. It's going to see what exactly happens in Miami this coming year with Mike McDaniel. But... I think you could already make the case that Tyreek Hill is a likely Hall of Famer, especially if he can put a couple more seasons like this together. And I don't know that, like, his career was definitely far more in question uh, before he landed there in Kansas City. That's for sure. Uh, Being with Andy Reid and Smith and Mahomes sure has helped him to be where he is today. Uh, any thoughts about that, Derek, before we uh, go a few miles down the road to the next one? Yeah, no, I will die on this hill that Tyreek is a great football player. Excellent. So uh, I'm going to walk 500 miles and I'm going to walk 500 more. And that is going to get me to Brody number 11. And that is, of course... Miles Garrett, the pass rusher, also in the same division as TJ Watt, but with the Cleveland Browns, he has put up 74 and a half sacks over six years. The only times that he has missed were a little bit in his rookie year and then a little bit in 2019 after an incident with a Steelers quarterback, uh, after the whistle, Let, that's 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 the simplest way to put that, right, Derek? Simple, very simple. You know, uh, even the equipment problems um, was really trying to make sure that uh, that that Steelers quarterback um, knew where the helmets go. Definitely, was related to player health and safety. I will, I can concur with that. But that's not why we're here talking about Miles today. I mean, he's come out. The last two years, 16 sacks, 
2021, 16 sacks, 2022. If you think that the Browns have any potential of improving in their offense this coming year with Nick Chubb back there leading the way, it's going to be interesting because if the Browns go out there, take care of business, get more leads, because I feel like they've just played in a lot of tight games over the past few years. But if they are playing with a lead and Miles Garrett can tee off, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I wouldn't even say he's had good talent on the other side of the defensive line. Uh, talent and name only when you think about the fact that they've had Jadavian Clowney there the last few years. But uh, they did bring in Zadarius Smith. That'll be interesting to see uh, Zadarius running at the off- different side of the line with Miles Garrett on the other side. Uh, also, I know you know this name, Derek, that they have as a pass rusher. Ogbo Akaronkwo. Of course. Uh, That's easy for you to say. <laughs> so easy. I don't why I should have just let you say it. Uh yeah. But the 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 guy from Oklahoma, because we are an Oklahoma-based podcast, check got that on the Brody Bingo before yeah. we got to the end of number eleven here. Um but yeah, Miles Garrett continues to go out. He's been a beast the last couple of years. He does not have a defensive player of the year, but I think that he's one of the players that's been in the comments or in the consideration. Let's see if he can get those sack numbers into 20 plus and see if he gets that this coming season. Yeah. So he's going to go up against some, uh, some pretty decent quarterbacks this year um, with um, Pickett, Kenny Pickett. I have to think of of Pickens versus Pickett. Uh, Kenny Pickens, Pickett uh, in Pittsburgh. Uh, Joseph Burrow in uh, in Cincinnati. So you're really you you've got some guys who are talented, and they're going to uh, you know be able to throw the ball. Well, then you go to the other team that's in the in that division. Um, as the former MVP, Lamar Jackson, signs his deal this offseason. And not only is he going to throw the ball, um, he can run the ball and run you over. So uh, Miles has his hands full. Now, if there's anyone that I think could could handle uh, any of that, uh, it's, it's it's Miles Garrett. He is, um, he is as expected and uh, certainly, I don't want to say underrated player because he, I don't think he gets enough accolades for what he does for that defense. Um, if you've ever watched his offseason stuff, he uh, does like to play basketball. He is a very big dude and yet like jumps like a basketball player. Like, I, I don't know how he could be that athletic, but he's super athletic and, uh, you know, they need every bit of it uh, from him as, uh, you know, I think the Browns have been there. They, I think they've been in a little bit of a transition phase over the last two years or so. But, uh, you know, we'll definitely see what he does this year. And I think uh, I think highly of Miles Garrett. And I think he's going to do some good things this year. Absolutely. It's exciting to see what's happening. It's exciting to see the players that we are buying, we are totally invested in 
seeing them succeed here in the 2023 NFL season. We only have one week left to go of this, and it will be coming out next Friday. So you will not want to miss that. Make sure you have your popcorn ready and tune in and listen to us dive into that one next week. But it's been another fun one. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of what we have to bring to you on a weekly basis. And if you are excited for the upcoming 2023 season, be aware we're going to be getting into some NFC and AFC previews by the division in July and August. So it's, it's coming. We're, we're, we're almost done with season four. We're going to launch season five, but uh, season four is going to end with a bang with the end of the Brody 50. So make sure you don't miss us next week. On behalf of my co-host, Eric, my name is Caleb Walgren, and we are signing out. Later, y'all. Bye, guys.